Welcome to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. I'm Allie Kaplan. Special treat, everybody. Grant is here today. Hello, Grant Whitaker. God, I always get so happy to be here. We it's like so sunny today. It's a little it bit is. of a mad it's dash. A great fall you're, you're day. looking like you need some. You want some hydration. We're getting ready for the radio. <laughs> Running around the office, <laughs> looking for a cup. Grant's like, I'm, I'm like, going to have to play both girls I'm today. I'm like, dear, the music is running. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have had quite the week, quite the month, really. Um, will you tell us, will you give us some highlights from all the events? You had a beautiful event at Mia that I watched from afar. Yeah. Tell us what you did. Well, you know, it's it is kind of the season of events again, isn't it? I mean, it seems like they're springing up everywhere. It's been a nice, um, wonderful fashion season. You know, I started off with a really great show at Surgeon Jane. I went to a did a winery show so also fun. prior to that for Martin Patrick, which was mm-hmm. just beyond amazing. After that, a little Hope Chest Galleria in front of Louis Vuitton situation. Mm. Then, of course, Fashionopolis at the new Four Seasons. That. It's just such a really gangbuster fun event. It was decades, so you were yeah. there. The music was oh, great. Oh, you killed it. And then Minneapolis Institute of Arts, it was kind of a first-time experience. I got to really do a beautiful fashion show in the Marble Court. And, you know, mm. they have had a history of Dayton's and Bill Blass and Donna Karen and all these people, but... This one got to use the marble court with the Galleria, and it was just you, beyond. But you've done other events there. We have, but I mean, the marble court situation is where the art is really presented, and there's parties and things like that, but mm-hmm. you know, it's a little different for a fashion experience. And that show is great because you do this beautiful fashion show, which is kind of art supporting art. Fashion is art, so it supports the art. It's a great mm-hmm. way to tell the story. So what What was the vibe? Was it all like, was it dressy? Was it all things fall? What did you show? You know, it really was trend-driven. I, I, The first one was, I literally titled Trendalicious, mm-hmm. um, which was really inspired. And then the it moved forward. I had something that I called Minnesota Baroque. We did something that was called Red Hot that was really kind of a nod to all the colors and patterns and things that are out there. And then Mm -hmm. it ended with what we called New Age Pop. Because, you know, I mean, I think Harry Styles is really put back on the map. We know, you know, granted, rock and roll always inspires fashion. It just does. But then I think what was really interesting this year is with people like Harry Styles coming back on the scene, we're back in that genre of like, 70s Elton John. Mm-hmm. So the fashion really is inspired. I mean, we're seeing cool latex pants and faux leather pants and patent so leather. So many faux leather pants. I just always worry about sweating. You know, it's not as bad as you would think. <laughs> it really isn't. Yeah. Have you taken some for a test drive? I have. Yeah. <laughs> I have some good ones. You know, Do I you mean, think it's gotten... I was, I was trying to figure out, like, have we made advances... In our faux leather since the last time around where they wouldn't like stick to your thighs and you wouldn't feel like you're a million degrees. I think we have because I, th- I think it's it's the trend of the time, which means we're really trying to move away from being trying to be more sustainable. Mm-hmm. We're also trying to think about these vegan efforts that everyone wants to have, because, of course, it does infect it affects our environment. Sure. So I think the technology is um, much greater and better. Mm-hmm. You know, and, you know, speaking of events, then I run into next week and run into a great little art situation with Stephanie Dillon and Maggie Brenner, who is Billie Eilish's mother and this whole we're I'm doing this really cool art gallery situation. Where is that? So it's at the West End. It's October 20th. It's 
Wait, was, at the West End or the West End? The West End. West End. West End Thank shops, you for the enunciation, exactly. Grant. So, yes. I mean, it's t- it's titled The Art of an Imperfect Activist. What? What is this? So, it's really interesting. So, Stephanie Dillon, if you're not familiar with Stephanie Dillon, I mean, great storyline. Really brilliant artist. Does so much to support philanthropy. Is really bringing this Billie Eilish charity, which is Support and Feed Here, to the Twin Cities to introduce it. Okay. They did this really. So there's no connection. Billie Eilish and her mom have no Twin Cities connection. They, but Stephanie Dillon and Billie Eilish have a connection. What's that? Well, you know, so Stephanie Dillon's efforts are really about sustainability. So when they. And she will, lives here. Stephanie Dillon is. Does, okay. yes. And so she did all the concert t shirts in a sustainable effort for Billie Eilish's tour and ah. for shops and all of these things. So, I mean, imagine. I mean, that's her effort. So she gathered all these secondhand T-shirts and redid them and repainted them. And it became this huge effort to support her musical efforts, of course. Okay. So that's where they first met. Then she realized there was this big charitable effort, which is support and feed, of course. Mm -hmm. So decided to really bring that here and introduce it. It's the Twin Cities Film Fest, of course, this week. Oh, right. And so they have a film um, that is called Overheated. So the Billie Eilish Foundation has really um, introduced this this movie called Overheated, which is really about the environment, sustainability, have what we can do. Have you to see it yet? I no. have not got to preview it yet, but I will be able to see it on Thursday. Okay. And so this is really a true after party of sorts for ah. that. So it's it, now. Do you have to be invited? Do we it's have to free. be a friend? It's free. Anyone can go? Yes. If you're going to the film fest? Yes. Okay. And so, you know, at, from six to nine at the West End, it's Stephanie Dillon, all kinds of things. There is a, we'll blink back and get you a little, we've got a little invite link that we can send. Yeah, I'm just looking. So it's it's TwinCitiesFilmFest.org is where you go to get tickets to see the schedule. It's October 20th through the 29th. Exactly. So that's all things And then Fest. all those so efforts like are listed. A, is this a show or more of like a installation type? What What's the vibe, Grant? So the vibe is this. I mean, I think through fashion and through art, we see all these great gallery showroom situations. So this is a live immersive situation we have live painting happening from two different artists okay um we have models in fashion who are standing with sustainable racks of clothing posed in a great gallery situation matched to a piece of artwork so you're walking in and seeing what you would see something like at moma that you would walk in and go okay they have combined food and people and art and all the senses Hmm. And it's in a huge space, so it's like a pop-up for the evening. There were like these really great vacant spaces at the West End right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it's filling the space and becoming not only the movie situation, but then this great party and after party. Love it. Yeah. How fun is that? Meanwhile, speaking of art, there's another big event going on tonight, which you have tickets for, right? I do. Well, you could have gone, too. I could have, but I missed the boat, and now I'm just looking, and it's sold out. So it's at Mia, back to Mia. Um, the big Botticelli exhibit, which this is quite a coup for Mm -hmm. the um, Institute of Arts. It's Botticelli and Renaissance Florence Masterworks, um, and it's a big preview event tonight, um, which is open to the public, but it looks like it's sold out. I don't know, maybe keep refreshing today if they add more tickets last minute, but then it opens to the public tomorrow. What are you going to wear? You know, um, I I have a couple of options. Do you? I do. <laughs> um, it's a, a little like um, golden and black um, 
Versace, Versace number uh-huh. with a little bit of cobalt blue do mixed you think into it. When, I mean, I feel like for Mia events, people dress. I mean, do you think the women are going to be in like, oh, yeah. Are we thinking like ball gowns? Are we, th- what are we thinking? Well, I did an 11 o'clock a.m. fashion show and those people turned it. I mean, I had never seen better clothes. Seriously? Yeah. So this will probably be a really good fashion situation for everyone. Wow. Because, you know, it's the exhibit and then it's the after party. Yeah. So and there's something DJ about... DJ and all of that stuff. Right. And going to a party in the galleries of the museum, you just feel like you better step right. it up. Well, and it's Minneapolis Institute's art. It's their version of like what they do for avant-garde and at the Walker. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just a little different. It's really fun. Mm-hmm. You party in the There's galleries. Is a DJ tonight? Oh, yeah. Okay. Because it goes from the exhibit then to the Mia party. It's actually the Mia party this evening as well. Are you sure? Yes. It doesn't say that on the invite. Well, there are two parts. Oh, well, you've only got part one. You would know. Okay. Well, you know, later on in the posting that Jana did, she talks just about the party situation. It's back from 2019. Okay. Yeah. I haven't been to that party in a long time, but that's always. So I'm doing a twofer tonight. Okay. (laughs) I'm doing the wear your fashion and see the art and then get down and drop it like it's hot afterwards. And to be clear, everybody, you you know that Grant knows his role through and through, and he's already in a suit and has it stepped up in a tie-dye yes. uh, blazer situation, which I like a lot. Well, thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've yeah. got to go work with some models today. You've always got to keep them on their toes. Yeah, I should have dressed for you, but I didn't. I dressed for radio. What but you can I great. tell you? Oh, thank Loving you. Loving those highlights thank to the you. hair. Uh-huh. Um, well, we have lots to get to. We've got to talk Halloween. We've been hinting at it, but I feel like this is the week we really have to help people. Um, and I should just tease out, we wanted our friend, um, our mutual friend, Fatima Olive, to join us today. She had other plans. How dare she? Right. But we'll get her the next nerve. week to do like the whole makeup tutorial. Yeah. So I feel like this week, let's focus on our looks. Let's focus on the costumes. Exactly. And then next week, we'll hit on the, the makeup. I think we'll do a little hocus pocus scam on her. Okay, (laughs) we can do that. Um, When we get back, let's talk about some store openings, local and national, and Black Friday. If it seems like it's coming earlier than ever, it is. We'll explain right after this. Welcome back. You're listening to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. I'm Allie Kaplan. I'm with my friend Grant Whitaker. So glad you're here today, Grant. Harmony will be back. She is um, off this week, had a little surgery, doing fine, re- recuperating. A little cosmetic. Yes. Listen, no. <laughs> oh, she would kill you. She would kill you, Grant. No, um, shoulder. You know, Got it's it. from her football career. Of course it was. You know. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's probably just... from carrying all those racks of fashion. <laughs> Could be, it could be. She is probably chomping at the bit right now to call us and make corrections. I'm but sure. We'll see if she calls in, Lexi, just block it. Okay, she's supposed well, to be resting. She gives me so much grief all the time. <laughs> I know she's just like, oh my god, I can't believe he said that. I know. Um, well, let's hit on a few store openings. Always nice when we have a week with some new places to go shopping locally. Um, one that just opened in Northeast Minneapolis is called Together. And I love this. It's actually mostly menswear, although 
you know, more and more we're seeing so much unisex of course. Um, apparel coming into play. And this is sort of menswear slash unisex apparel. It's from the owner of Mother Mother Co., mm-hmm. which is that amazing plant store that right. we've gushed about that yeah. does the plants cacti and cactus and, and really all that stuff. yeah, really unique things that they bring into town. Um so it's Eric Hamlin, and he has now um, opened a second store. It's called Together Menswear Inspired, emphasis on lifestyle, accessories, grooming. All he says he always wanted to do an apparel shop, and um, finally decided to go for it. So, but I love that it's also more gender neutral in that yeah. sense. Like there's something for everyone. You know, meaning if you like the coat, it's probably more unisex. You could wear it for a guy. You could wear it for a girl. Yeah, absolutely. Um, He said he loves the idea of opening the doors to a new community, sharing the space as a means of personal exploration into style and design. Together is located at 501 First Avenue Northeast in Minneapolis. If you want to check out the site first to to get a feel for it, it's together dash store.com and it's near like the red stag i mean we've talked about a lot of store openings i mean because it's booming in terms of vintage right now of course yes Oleo, so which we've many. talked about yeah you know so it's nice to see that side of town really booming as well mm-hmm. yeah um you can also follow them on instagram at together underscore shop together underscore shop on instagram if you Take want to a check hit it out. at certix do a little shopping in that area it's there all go. good right? i mean that whole area yeah i mean i just love that little corner of the Me world too. and i can't believe all the condos that have gone up over right. there and you still have gh2 we talked love to the GH2. owner of olio yeah. last week there's a lot lot to do over yeah, there you could I, definitely make an afternoon of it's it. nice because you really can get some walking in and get a little snack in yeah um, and then at the Galleria, a new pop-up has opened in the fragrance realm. It's called... Um, Orlika. How did you say it? Antica? I thought it was Antica. Is it? Antica Pharmacita. Thank you. I, uh-huh. You know what? That's what happens when you write your notes early in the morning. <laughs> Or maybe you could use a little bit of. I uh, maybe I need some new glasses. Maybe (laughs) Um, you've been wearing the the fakes for so long. Maybe it's time to put some lenses, some readers in in them. Grant, join us. The secrets Um, we tell. Anyway, this is a. It's presented in conjunction with Ampersand and it's home fragrance. It's a brand that launched in two thousand three with artfully composed home fragrances you might recognize some of them if you've stayed at a four seasons if you've stayed at the beverly hills hotel mm. or bel air some of the world's most luxe also hotels. the western fragrances is that right uh-huh. um yeah so anyway they do a lot of fragrances for fancy hotels and you could bring those scents into your home um it's candles diffusers moisturizers and more again it's called antica Pharmacita. Pharmacita. Yes, indeed. (laughs) And that is a pop-up happening now at the Galleria. Um, This I thought was really interesting. It's not in town, but it actually follows something we were talking about last week. We were talking about Viore. You know this brand, right? I do very well. We were just talking about how like certain brands come on the scene and suddenly they're everywhere. Yeah. This is a direct to consumer brand that started online that has really been gaining momentum. I think um, fueled 
a lot by the pandemic because yeah. so comfy. Have you ever tried on the pants? I have. I have a pair of those like a hundred dollar like sweatpants. Yeah. And you love them? Well, I've I've not only loved them, I've had them for multiple years. Yeah, they're so, I mean, they are so soft. Well, they don't, here's the interesting thing as like someone just to give some credibility to this brand, mm-hmm. they don't pill. Yes, that's the best because I have so many that do. Anyway, this is, so just following up on that conversation from last week and the fact we were talking about how it's like it's, a brand pops up like that. First, it's just direct-to-consumer. Suddenly, it's at Nordstrom. It's at Shields. It's at Specialty Boutiques. It's everywhere. It was. Well, guess what? Now they've opened a new flagship store in New York City. And again, continuing on this trend of brands start direct-to-consumer, they're all like, we don't need to go to the mall. We're, we're modern. We're new. We're just going to be direct-to-consumer. What happens? They get popular, and then they open a store. Well, and I think it's true because, I mean, the truth is now I think they want to reach the customer that has an experience, kind of that that touch feel of the fabric and feel how great it is and how soft it is and, you know, how much quality there is to this. Yep. Yep. Um, it So anyway, it opened in Soho in New York. It's a brand new big flagship store um so if you're if you're doing a shopping trip you might want to go and see the entire line it's like 5000 square feet largest well, and store soho is such a great place to go shopping anyways when i was there this summer i mean i couldn't believe how much um was under construction and how many th- it's like a whole new i feel like it people is. are coming out again they're coming Absolutely. out of the pandemic malaise and they're opening stores and they're building skylights in these stores i mean to the point of this store. I mean, just they're talking about natural light and the environment and what they want to build and right. how they want people to see them. Yeah. Yeah. Very interesting. Yeah, it is. Um, so anyway, that's Viore and that's what's happening. This I thought was really interesting. Um, so Best Buy several months ago, oh, are we going to be able to get to this? We'll try or we might have to carry it over. Um, so Best Buy started charging. I don't know if you've shopped mm-hmm. at a Best Buy store recently, but they started charging 10 cents for plastic bags. Turns out people don't want to pay a dime. Right. They have seen a significant decrease in stores dropping 70 percent, 70 to 80 percent down, because if you charge people one dime, they say, no, I'll just carry my goods out of the store. Isn't that fascinating? It is fascinating. But this is a real old time concept. I, you know, I'm a European. It's been happening all over the world in other places. It's good news. And it's also just so interesting how you tell people to spend any amount of money. They say no. All right. We got to take a break. We will be back with more news right after this. Well, we're always complaining that the retailers are trying to push us into the next holiday way too soon, Mm. that it's Halloween in the middle of the summer (laughs) and it's Christmas in October and it's Black Friday now. Well, they are moving us earlier, about three weeks earlier, to be exact. This past week, Amazon did their Prime Days, Target did special deals, Walmart, they all did special holiday deals to try to get us in the mood to shop because they're all worried we're not going to spend as much because of the economy right now. I'm so curious if people took advantage and did you find good deals? Give us a call and let us know, 651 641-1071. Did you do any bargain shopping? I did none, I can honestly say. I have to be honest, too. I did none, and and it wasn't because I didn't want to. I couldn't think of a thing that I needed. 
Isn't that but nice? I am I have I have been a lot of shopping this year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I have like I mean, it's been one of those years where you think about like there's this event, and there's that, and I want to do this for my house. It was all of a sudden like I was like I have I have no need for anything. Doesn't that feel nice though? Just content with the things you have. But you know what's funny though? I, speaking of different types of people, I was getting my hair cut this week. The gal that was cutting my hair was like. You know, I only like to online shop because I'm such a procrastinator and I hate being in the stores. So she was shopping like mad this week. Mm -hmm. You know, there are people who really wait for this time and just love it. Totally. And, you know, I mean, the retailers are being very candid. I mean, Target said that they expect that with the consumer spending slowing down, they will need to offer more discounts to get rid of unwanted goods. So that's what we're seeing. That's what was happening this week. And, the, you know, I, I was saying to me, when the sales start this early, it doesn't make me feel like pressured to shop it makes me think oh there's just going to be more sales and they're going to get better that's my mentality but you know what i didn't like about this article was they they talked about excess inventory but it wasn't is it does it really exist are they is there a backlog of things or are they just more concerned about it about having it in the future Right, 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 right. So I think what you're referring to, there's a Wall Street Journal story where they were saying that retailers have been overwhelmed with excess inventory, that they were still thinking that we were in this crazy buy, buy, buy thing that we were in during the pandemic when we were home and we were all just ordering and we felt like we had extra money burning a hole in our pockets. We've slowed down. We, the consumers, have slowed down. The stimulus checks are done, um, but retailers haven't leveled out they were still buying more and so now it's catching up with them and that's why we're seeing good deals that are expected to continue through the holidays i don't know but do you think that's just an online thing because i mean as we are you know i've been in multiple stores multiple boutiques nonstop, and they are packed People are doing well. I mean, our brick and mortar businesses seem to be actually doing very well. So so you're saying you don't see that they would need to be discounting. It's funny because I feel like, you know, they talk about the excess inventory. And yet I can't remember the last time I was in a Target or a big box store without empty shelves. It's become right. the norm. Right. But that's the thing. But then you look at the boutiques. I mean, being out this last week, I have never seen more people out. So, you know, maybe it's just the trend is people have gotten a little tired of online and are going back to brick and mortar. I don't know. I Yeah, I think there's some of that. I mean, what, what I'm hearing from talking to some local retailers and some national is that online is still doing well. They they haven't seen it plummet since people are out of the houses. Nice to hear. But they are seeing in-store pickup as well. So maybe it's just sort of, you know, leveling out across the board. I don't know. I Either don't know. way, I think it's nice when people shop. I think we have to support our businesses. If, if you've got some money to burn, why not? Yeah, I guess. I mean, the expectations across the board are that retail profits are going to be down over the holidays. And so I guess the the good news in that for shoppers is that it means more sales are likely right. um, on the way. And the the strategies around Black Friday have really changed that instead of the last minute, the door buster, the go at midnight. No, we're just going to see weeks and weeks and weeks of Black Friday sales, which starts to lose its meaning altogether. 
together, but just lots of progressive sales, I think, from now taking us all the way into Christmas. Yeah, absolutely. But it, do, but I mean, the result of that is it makes you feel like, why would I ever pay full price for anything? But as a parent as well, does that make you a little bit more excited to know that maybe I'll get a better deal for my kids? Um, I'm not buying them anything. No. <laughs> <laughs> what do they need? Um, sure. I mean, I'd like to get a deal on everything. And well, yeah. when we think about the holidays, I mean, it is, it is youth driven, sometimes children driven. I mean, we think about the kids. I mean, I, we were kids. It was exciting during the holidays to get mm-hmm. those gifts. So mm-hmm. you mean in terms of like toys? And well, not just toys, toys, clothes. I mean, electronics. Yes. All the stuff, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I guess what I would just say to anyone is it's always smart to make your list, to know the things you want. If you're looking for a particular phone, if you're looking for a particular gaming system, if you have that list, then you can really watch. And chances are you're going to find if it's not the next sale, maybe it's, you know, the one after that. But right. chances are you're going to find something. And I don't think there are going to be a lot of um, sacred Items that never get discounted. I mean, did you hear? I mean, you know, Peloton, which is now selling online through Amazon, they were discounted this week. I mean, that would have been unheard of two years ago. Absolutely. I was on my Peloton this morning thinking about like literally like still not seeing people in those chairs. I mean, it's still like, I mean, the people are teaching classes, but it's still, there are no audiences as a part of that. that. That's what I thought about today too, as well. I mean, I have to say, I mean, I was out biking so much this summer. I wasn't on my Peloton very often. All of a sudden I got on and realized that my teacher that I loved was pregnant. Um, (laughs) Who's that? uh, Jess King. She's pregnant. Yes. Oh, I have. I so guess see, I now we're getting we're getting the Peloton scoop and all of that. But it was really interesting. I was like, well, how come there's nobody in the classes yet? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, because here, of course, if you go to you know a Lifetime or or anywhere, you go to cycle. Oh yeah, those classes are full again. Yes, yes, yes. No, you're right. I don't know. I th- I thought maybe they just have gotten lazy or they just decided not to do that anymore. Or I don't know. You know, people don't want to come back. Yeah, it's interesting. I couldn't get to mine this morning and it's not because I have clothes hanging from it. I swear I don't. It was because there were like 17, 14 year olds sleeping in my basement. Oh, there you go. I thought about it. I thought about (laughs) would I disturb them? How freaked out would they be if I just went downstairs and got on the bike? But I just decided I could do it later. Yeah. And it is looking like it's going to be a nice day. So it is a nice day. Yeah. So anyway, expect more. Um, I, you know, I don't think that Prime Day packs the punch that it once did but um i i think they're we're gonna see more of them interesting article also grant i don't know if you saw this in the new york times this week but it makes sense to talk about this now when you're talking about what you need or realizing that you actually didn't need anything right vanessa friedman from the new york times um answered the question this week for a reader of how many clothes do I really need? Now, Grant, I feel <laughs> if we were to venture in to your many, many closets, mm. do you even have an estimate on how many items of clothing you own? I don't, actually. I mean, because I have an entire bedroom that was turned into a really wonderful closet. Yes. And then I have like a pant closet and a fur closet. <laughs> As one does. And do you have any rules for yourself as far as like if you haven't worn something in a certain amount of time, time to get rid of it or I do. There are certain things I do get rid of. There are things that I can sign. I have to I'm really good about giving my clothing to charity. 
Mm-hmm. I instead of even consigning it because I just feel like I've I've bought certain pieces, but then there are timeless pieces that I have bought. I have coats and really great designer brands that I have gotten over the years. I always say to people too, you have to think about this. What's the every year if you know you're going out to get? I mean, it's probably very different from you know what the Wall Street Journal is talking about or the New York Times or whoever um, or Vogue for that matter. Yeah, but I do think you have to look at that color trend each year and go, what's that one? Piece I know that that's that trendy piece. I want to buy it of quality. This way it's in my wardrobe because it's going to come back in two years anyways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the average American woman, do you want to take a guess? I don't know if you actually read the article or not. Well, the, I, you know, I couldn't get into it. It was kind of blocked. number of items of clothing in the average American woman's closet. What would you guess? 40. That's so low. Look at you. No, the average is 103. Well, that's kind of amazing. The average, yeah, that's the average pieces of clothing in an American closet. I actually feel like if you were to count up all the T-shirts and the, you know, workout pants and everything, I mean, I... I bet it would be really easy to get to that number or higher. And this conversation came out of a woman who said her husband has very few items of clothing. I can believe that. It's so much easier for men. He believes in minimalism. This woman says she does not believe in minimalism. She likes to have a good selection of garments. And hey, we all know, especially been talking about, you know, denim trends are changing. That requires a whole new repertoire of blouses and sweaters for a wider silhouette. You know, you need so many different things. Anyway, she was saying, is there an optimal you know, amount of clothing that we should target for our closets. Vanessa Friedman was saying that in most of us, the 2080 rule holds true, which is we wear 20% of what we own 80% of the time. Right. Which brings me down to that number of probably like 40 pieces that, that you, you actually think about. need or right. that you also or like, that are in like real rotation. Well, like if you kept those 40 staple pieces, let's say, and then filled in the following year with the trendy things or T-shirts or things or blouses or whatever else. Right. I mean, that's the nice thing is like there's always staple things that I know that are in my wardrobe. But then there are additions that I might like. I might like something that's a fluorescent or things like that. My question is, how often when you've sort of put something aside but said, you know, I might I might come back to this. How often does it really happen? Because there are things I hold on to and I look at them and I'm like, mm, I don't, I'm not ready to get rid of this dress. I might wear it again. And I never do. I realize I don't repeat a lot of stuff and it takes me a long time to do so. Mm-hmm. Or I'll do it in different combinations. But there are some good pieces. I mean, I'm thinking about something I'll wear tonight. I'm wearing it in a completely different combination than I've, it's a blazer, but I'll pair it completely different. So it'll be a whole new outfit. So you didn't buy anything new? No. For the big uh, No, because I've also bought too much this year. <laughs> I love that you're really um, slowing down. Well, Vanessa Friedman did take this question of, you know, how many items of clothing is the right number? She took it to the one and only Marie Kondo. Of course. And what Marie said is it's really not about the number. You can imagine in keeping with her brand, she said, take the time to assess, make sure each garment serves a purpose and sparks the joy. You know, Marie and her joy. Um, And she said, you might find that you have multiple pairs of jeans. They make you feel comfortable comfortable you want options she actually said that's okay Marie Kondo said we could keep the multiple pairs of jeans as long as we love them all we know that each item has a purpose so I guess maybe that's the filter to use 
Well, and I always think it's good too to keep some things in your wardrobe. Like if you like, I like to track my sizing. You know, I'm like, am I up? Am I down? Am I this? Am I that? I like gotta have some options. You know, because there are a lot of us that don't like to weigh ourselves. We just want to know by our wardrobes. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Well, when we get back, if you are looking for some inspiration, whether it's track pants, bomber jackets, or pinstripes, we got it all in Whose Look Is It Anyway? That's next on Shop Girls. Oh, I heard the Lizzo concert was so amazing this week. Were you there? I was not, but we saw her at the Armory. We yes. both did. Yes, that was the only thing that got me through, so I didn't have too much FOMO because I saw her last time, but I heard it was just, just an oh, epic, I'm sure it was fantastic great. show. And it also has been so fun to see all the pictures of my friends who've gone to Chicago for their big Harry Styles eight-night extravaganza. Well, there you go. Unbelievable. Well, you're listening to Shop Girls on My Talk 107.1. Thanks for tuning in. That's Grant Whitaker, who's here with me today. Um, Harmony will be back. She is resting comfortably after a little surgery this week um, on her shoulder, on her shoulder. Not <laughs> not uh, anything else, Grant. Well, she wouldn't need anything. She's so stunning, that one. That Oh, there, you know all the things to say. Well, speaking of being stunning, it is time for a little whose look is it anyway? If she's wearing that outfit. It's time for the shop girls to ask. Can I ask you something? Whose look is it anyway? Well, should we start with a little JLo? Since let's, we were let's both, do it. Yeah. yes, we were actually very on brand, gushing about this even <laughs> during the break. So JLo with her favorite accessory, Ben mm. Affleck. Stepped out for the Ralph Lauren Spring 2023 show um, in L.A. and definitely looked the part. Do we know, did, I mean, did Ralph Lauren do this for her custom? It was a pinstripe dress in like, you've never seen pinstripes look so sexy. Yeah, I mean, it's really sexy. It's also that like heart-shaped neckline. I mean, everything about it. I mean, it's just so great. If you have not seen this, you can go onto her Instagram. You can Google it. I mean, it's really refined. You know, like when you say, is it custom? I'm sure it was a custom piece. I'm sure. I'm sure. But it's just a good example of how, you know, taking a menswear fabric and we think about doing things that are menswear inspired. This was really not, there was nothing very masculine about this. (laughs) This was the epitome of femininity and just really sexy, strong and cool kind of a little bit, a little bit 20s, a little bit um, just, just very on point and with a matching fidelity. Dora too. I know she does love kind of a hat moment, doesn't she? Yeah, yeah. But there were a lot of hats in that collection. I don't know if you watched the entire um, fashion show. It was quite beautiful, actually. Yeah. You know, and it's funny because he also just looks so crisp next to her. Ben. Yeah, I mean that kind of black on black tie with black situation. It's almost more like a black gunmetal. Yeah, how did you feel about this? Now, what saved it for me, because the whole monochromatic thing, it takes me back to, like, who wants to be a millionaire days, and I'm just, like, not having... Do you remember when yeah. uh, Regis Philbin... Yeah, of course. Everything he made, yeah. like, everything was about being monochromatic, and it was just solid color, blue on blue on blue. Yeah. Okay, so Ben is in black on black on black, but I think it's all the textures that save it. It's kind of charcoal. You can see the little flecks in it. Right. It almost looks like that tie is sort of a flannel i think it looks cool well he's you know he's quite handsome he is and she is quite stunning and you know it's funny like she was the and it was funny 
Because it was almost like there were two diversions. Because she was also sitting next to Diane Keaton, who was also in a hat. And her kind of usual Ralph Lauren situation. And then J-Lo. That's every day. Uh, right. And then J-Lo kind of looks like this modern recreation of like a Diane Keaton look. Mm-hmm. So very cool to see the both of them together. Hmm. Yes, but very handsome, very nice. I think this entire collection actually was pretty stunning. Yeah, check it out if you haven't already. It's Ralph Lauren Spring 2023. You can certainly find all the pictures online. What's what's your go-to? Where's your favorite place to go to see all the looks from you the know, recent shows? The easiest thing to do is actually go to Instagram because you can find the shows immediately. What you get on Instagram is you don't get all the filters and the commercials or anything that you would have to do like That's on a, a YouTube idea. things. Yeah. So it's a nice way to see them because you go directly to the brand. So I was going to say, so you go to Ralph Lauren yes. to watch the Ralph so Lauren So like, highlights. I mean, and great shows always to watch, you know, like you'll see like the Fendi shows or Balmain and things like that. You get to see them in full detail right on Instagram. Yeah, no, that's so great. Um, Okay, how about Julia Roberts? She's out Mm -hmm. after a long absence because she's got this new movie. Yes. With George Clooney. Which they've been promoting like crazy. Like crazy. Um, But, you know, I mean, I know people have different feelings, but I mean, it, you know, the two of them together, (laughs) it's just hard not to smile. Um, What did you think of this? Okay, so Julia Roberts was out this week. Um, It was for an appearance on Jimmy Kimmel Live, and she was wearing, it's a Gucci um, Adidas collaboration. I hadn't, I mean, so you've got the Adidas stripes, the black stripes down a sort of camel Mm -hmm. trouser, and then the Adidas logo on the jacket. I don't love it. You know what she looks like? She looks like someone who's about to fly a plane. <laughs> okay. But it's just, it, it's, don't you think so? Like, can't you see that? I just, I mean, first of all, I'm the sorry. The aviator glasses. Yeah, and... let's just, I mean, let's just have a second for George, who just, <laughs> George Clooney looks so effortless. He's just in, you know, uh, a shiny gray suit with a black yeah. polo under it. And he just looks so amazing. And I just, yeah, I didn't, I didn't. I will say though, like I think men have it a little easier. Oh, most they times. sure do. They, they sure just because you know a crisp suit is going to clean any guy up. Yes. Now, um, Vogue did a whole kind of retrospective on all of Julia Roberts' um, uh, blazer and suit moments. She's had so many. She mm-hmm. loves her menswear moments. She does. She has often gone with a suit instead of a dress. Um, and she kind would of- love that new store together. Yes, I think I mean, you're she right. really would. In Northeast, yeah, that we were talking about earlier. So I'm all for, uh, you know, a, a, a suit moment or a, you know, pantsuit, whatever. I just, this wasn't my favorite, but I guess it's kind of cool. Gucci and Adidas. It's not bad. It just, it just looks a little um, underwhelming. Yeah. Okay. All right. Very judicious. Yes. <laughs> um, should we talk for a minute about bomber jackets? Mm. I, it's funny because I, I mean, I love a jacket mm-hmm, and living in Minnesota, it is one of the easiest pieces to justify. And mm-hmm. I actually have to say, I feel like I've been very reserved the last couple of years, haven't bought a lot, but I'm feeling right now like I could maybe use a new fall kind of in-between jacket. And I was trying to decide what I wanted to do. The bomber is back in full force. Yes. Are you liking this trend? I like it. I love a bomber jacket. And then when I saw this and we were talking about this. I had like an elongated bomber last season that was like a green. I had had it for a couple of seasons and finally 
donated it Mm -hmm. and now i'm wishing i wouldn't have oh but i'm but it gives me an opportunity i don't need anything but i could use a new bomber coat Mm -hmm. (laughs) they're just so great i mean because they're in so many different styles there is a picture of one that's got great prints Hold that thought. We'll do it when we answer questions. We'll be back with another hour of Shop Girls after the news.